What's going on, YouTube and I? Welcome to Lords of the Longbox presents the cover price shakers of the week. Welcome, one and all. Welcome, everybody in the live chat. Welcome as we shake things up. Shake it up. Um, don't be bad. Don't be feel bad if you only get five out of ten. Uh, I had I started counting off. I start off pretty well, and then it just went downhill real fast after that. So don't feel bad if you don't have you know seven out of ten or something like that. But uh, while you guys are congregating on this beautiful Thursday afternoon evening, um, Falcon Winter Soldier's Eve, you know what I need? I need some long train running. It's been a minute since oh, I yeah, had some long it. train running, huh? Oh, hit it. Let's do this.
from Toronto, Canada. Also, shout out to DJ Chris Carnes throwing it down with a little nice. long train running. Welcome to the longest intro ever on YouTube. <laughs> Gotta let them uh, congregate. You know. Gotta let them congregate. Hey, man, when, yeah, when man. I started that, there was 40 people in there. Now there's 87 people in there. There you so, go. Man. You know? I still I, I have that Doobie Brothers album too, man. Yeah, so do I. Good stuff. Yep. On, this, is to, this is unique to this show. No one else th- lays down the beats on Tuesdays and Thursdays like Lords of the Longbox. Ever since 2015, I've been That's putting right. beats and comics together, man. So uh, you know what I was thinking about doing is getting I mean, DJ the- Curse and Scrat our uh and Word Burglar on live and yes. have him freestyle over DJ Curse's scratching and beats now that would be hype that'd be fun hype Comic wow book, let, let people throw it out in the chat like what yes you know wow, like Ken Lashley is drawing a piece of art so we got the Ooh, canadian and cali connection you Man. know what i'm saying but hey boys and girls welcome to the cover price top 10 say hello to dark side jedi dark hello side jedi. hello, say hello, hello. To the people <laughs> hey what's up what's up Happy Otto, say what's up to the good people what up good people good to see everybody tonight can't wait say what's up to everybody jb from discovery bay comics doing? How you doing, everybody, man? Welcome to another edition of the Shaker Show on Thursday night. You know the show that is unlike any other list on YouTube. Sit back, relax, and get ready. That's right. Our show is sponsored by our friends over at CoverPrice.com. This comes uh, focusing on new sales or the most interesting sales found on their exclusive daily Shakers list. This list changes several times a day, so make sure you check it out every day to review some of the hottest trending books on the market. Go to CoverPrice.com. You can sign up for two memberships. There's a standard membership, $2.95 a month. Only $2.95 a month. You get unlimited price guide views, but limited collection size and limited content access. You don't get to see all 50 of the daily movers and shakers. But the unlimited membership is $6.95 a month, and you get unlimited access to it all. This show is all sponsored by our friends at Carabas Comics. Go to Carabas Comics. Use this code of L-O-T-L-B to get 15% off. This motherfucker is dropping Friday, right. tomorrow. No. 9 a.m. Wow. Eastern, 12 p.m. Pacific, krscomics.com. Use that discount code. You get 15% off. This is the trade dress, and this is the virgin variant. Who oh, the fuck wow. is that crazy crab symbiote? I don't know. Oh, lobster. Oh, too. scorpion. Yeah, yeah scorpion. scorpion. I was like, the, uh, who is the, the crustaceous guy? So uh, there, there are two wraparound covers. Um, that you know, so this is Mike Mayhew. It says uh, after McFarland. So uh, these two, this is the trade dress. This is the Virgin variant going on sale tomorrow. I think it's fifty for the set and twenty for just the trade dress. So pretty. You know how they go. They sell out quickly. But if you use discount Seconds. code LOTOB, you get fifteen percent off. You also they have a cool uh, pull box at Kara's Comics where you can get every single book that you need for on your weekly pulls, and the discount code there works out too. So if you're buying a lot of new comics. 15, 15% can make a difference. And I'm getting called from work. Uh-oh. Oh, no. I don't recognize that number, so you've been uh, banished. <laughs> All right, boys and girls. Oh, I'll see you. This is on there. This is on there. Man. Some really cool stuff. Sexy. All right, boys and girls. Let's get right to it. This is the comic book shakers of the week. We picked out some very, very interesting ones this week. Um, so I will monitor the live chat to see how you guys are going. But uh, the first few are pretty easy, man. What are we starting off with? Got a little super with? sticker there. Got a little super sticker. Yeah, well, oh. number one uh, tonight Oh, is... shout out to Mo Mellow Leather for the one ninety nine super stat super sticker. Thank you very Thank much, you. Mo Mellow Leather. All right, go ahead, Ryan. All right, yeah, the first one tonight is Amazing Spider-Man 606 and 607, the newsstand editions. 
uh, J. Scott Campbell has covered many various Spider-Man covers over the years. Even more so, his name is almost synonymous with Black Cat, who's been a central figure to many of his covers. It's almost impossible to remember a time when he didn't draw Black Cat. However, his relationship with Black Cat started with these two covers, which sell raw for 50 plus. Um, these predated his famous Spider-Man Presents Black Cat number 150 variant by a year. Despite being highly sought after for 12 years now, it's today's love affair and premiums on newsstands that landed these two books on this week's newsletter. Uh, a newsstand for number 606 stole, sold for $160 raw and a CGC 9.6 for 607 sold for a hefty $1,005. So there's a bonus one this year week. So I snuck in an 11th one. So really this place, it's, this is Amazing Spider-Man number 607 and 606. Okay, it's a twofer. But yeah, check right. your list for 2009 newsstands. What is the ratio on those? Um, good question. I don't, uh, are these variants? I think they're the regular colors. I don't know. No? It said newsstand, right? Newsstand edition. Well, yeah. Newsstand as opposed to direct stand, but well, that's this what I'm is, saying. Your yeah. list, uh, oh, your, what your year? newsstand list, 2009. Oh, this, this is, this is super rare. I could already tell you super right rare. now. This that's is super on, rare. Man. Uh, oh, yeah. You're talking 2000, 2005, wow. dude. It was 2% versus 98%. Wow. Yeah. One and so a half 2009 newsstand is super, super rare. So uh, that's why those are. I mean, if you think about 2009, what fucking newsstand were you buying these from? Right? Where, where, where were they? I mean, I want to know. I want to go and find that. So it's like these and the ultimate Fallout uh, number four newsstands. Those are really ridiculous. Um, and I started collecting all these because I really like the J. Scott Campbell covers for Spider-Man. Not so much the internal art. Um, he kind of uh, de uh, he feminizes uh, men a bit. You know what I mean? He draws beautiful women. I don't think he quite knows how to draw dudes. You know what I mean? But uh, J. Scott Campbell is a man. So first up on the list is a twofer. Amazing Spider-Man 606 newsstand and Amazing Spider-Man 607. There you go. Snuck one in on you. So there's going to be 11 this week, boys go. and girls. So make sure oh, when you put, counting them off. There's going to be 11. All right. The next one is, I oh, man. I don't know if anybody has this. I'd be shocked if you did. All right. Are we ready for this? Next up on oh, the list is Diary Secrets number 26, originally published in 1954 from St. John Publishing. Now, usually when we're talking about Matt Baker, it's because of one of his famous good girl art headlight covers, you know, like uh, Phantom Lady 17 or Seven Seas number four. Oh, yeah, those. But that's not all he's known for. <laughs> Golden Age collectors also love to track down the numerous romance covers he drew. And that's exactly what we saw with this record sale this week. A raw copy of Diary Secrets 26 sold this week for $2,236, which beat the prior record of $1,680, you know, by about 550 bucks. Now, that prior record was for a graded CGC 5.0 copy. And while this book was ungraded, it was advertised as a 7.0. Now, if it manages to hit that grade with CGC, it would tie for the highest graded copy on the census. Books that are on the top of the CG sense, CGC census almost always command a significant premium. So you can see why there was quite a bidding war to pick up for this copy. Now, while Diary Secrets 26 has become very expensive across most grades, there are other great covers in this run that are much more affordable. So keep your eyes open if you're looking to add some Matt Baker to your collection. 
almost all of them sport both Matt Baker covers and interior art. So this, sorry, but this, is how my, this is how my dyslexia kicked in this morning when I was creating these graphics, and I was also on a conference call at the same time. So not only did I read the title wrong, but I looked at the animals wrong. I actually thought it said Dairy <laughs> Secrets, and they were cows. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, so I, was like, I was noticing her hands look like, like I don't know, there's something uh, weird going on no, there. No, but I was thinking Dairy Secrets. Why are those fucking cows in there? And I'm like, then secret. I took a second. Oh, they're horses. Why are they still Dairy Secrets? Oh, it's Diary Secrets. Diary. Oh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I have my dyslexia is 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 the worst with God um, worse. It's okay. worse with numbers because I do a lot with numbers and, and uh, so I really have to pay attention because a lot of our stuff that you know at work is like at least like eight digits long for certain things that I do. So a lot of times I'm like, man, wrong one. I'm like, but there you go, Dairy Secrets number twenty six. Well, excuse me, Diary Secrets <laughs> number twenty six from Saint John Comics from nineteen fifty four. If you have that on your 2021 bingo card, where did you get your bingo card? That's you. a weird-ass bingo card. From 1954. Yeah, speaking of weird-ass bingo cards, this next one is a weird one, too. Yeah, look at this. Lady Killer, number one from Dark Horse in 2005. When it was announced back in uh, 2019 that Netflix closed a, a first-look deal with Dark Horse, Lady Killer was a book that spiked the most in price with Raws, hitting 50 bucks. And nine eight hitting one hundred and thirty dollars, while prices have fallen with no new news, they started moving again with a raw sale of seventy two dollars and the CGC nine point eight this week of two hundred and fifteen dollars. So, don't know if you got this one. I don't. I don't, so, I don't remember this being. I don't remember seeing this. Yeah. I mean, to this week has just been crazy as far as comic book news. Lots being of news. Op- I mean, just tons of stuff dropping. I mean, from DC Zatanna. Tokyo Ghost. I mean, casting for Doctor Fate, which should have been oh, huge, but unfortunately amazing. got smothered by people complaining of, or talking about the Snyder Cut. You um, assholes! Yeah, I mean that's huge news. I mean, huge news. Pierce Kent, Brosnan is do- as Doctor Strange. I mean, that's what? pretty damn cool. I think. Yes, me too. Because Marvel and DC both nailed it on the head by casting other sorcerers. Right, getting this guy, <laughs> you know, and, you right. know, and there you go. So it works out great. Yep. So. Lady Killer, number one from Dark Horse Comics in 2015, rears its head on the list for the first time ever, dare I say. I'm so glad I got this book at Bakersfield Comic Con. What is it? Here we go. Number four on the list. Macross, number one. This is a Comico. Macross. Macross. Sorry. It's all right. It's my uh, Midwestern accent. (laughs) This is a 1984 publication, and it has been three years now since we've heard any news on Sony Pictures Robotech film in Long development. Time. Yep. However, that hasn't stopped steady and st- healthy sales. In fact, this one, this is one of the uh, <laughs> best gap books found in the market. GAP uh, is that was there a, Ryan, that an acronym? What is what is a gap book? I have, that's a good question. I don't know if well, I've ever if read it. the notes. They'll tell you. All right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was setting you up. It was called a, a segue. <laughs> Ryan, a gap what's book. it? Oh, let's yeah, try that here again. it is. Yeah, oh, okay. I'll, I'll, let's try okay. that again. Okay, take two. Take okay. Two. okay. Brian, what's a gap book? Well, a gap book is when graded 9.8 sell for exceptionally more than a high-grade raw. Ah. For example, this week's high-grade raw sale of $40 and its CGC 9.8 sale of $995. Not many books have had that high of a return on investment, and high-grade copies are a must-grade. Yeah, so this is I'm I'm a, I am the on the other end of the gap on here because I have a, a a raw copy, 
So, uh, and my raw copy is not near a 9.8, but I'm glad I did get this. This is one of those things that's in forever development. Um, you know, I just don't know how you got to think it's, it has to be a giant big budget. It's space. It's you huge. Know, it's mech. I mean, it's got a huge following. I don't know why they're, they're not doing it, man. People would just, but you know, obviously I don't think calling it Macross won't help work in the U S if they call it Robotech no. and release it as a yeah. film. That would, yes, that for would, sure. That would yes, definitely because yeah. Macross is actually the entire Macross saga that all the different generations of Robotech go through. So, um, a beloved. I remember as a kid coming home. So, like, I remember in fifth or sixth, seventh grade, there used to be afternoon cartoons, and that was when GI Joe, Transformers, and anime used to show. Right, the morning cartoons are more for kiddies, but you know they used mm-hmm. to show Macross. Um, they used Macron One. Mazinger Z, Captain Harlow, uh, ba- Space Battleship Yamamoto, Yamato. Oh, man, it was so great. Uh, I remember kids. the only one I remember from back then is Transor Z. That was yep. dope, too. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you kids you kids ain't got shit. Yeah, we had so Voltron. Dope. Sorry. Yeah, yeah Voltron. Pretty Voltron cool. was tame compared to these, though. The, the, the yeah, Robotech Mac- was yeah. very aggressive. You know. Yeah, yeah. But there you go, man. Macross, number one from Comico. Good old Comico making a list. All right, if you thought that one was weird, wait till you see get a look at <laughs> this one. Oh, this is the ghost this book. This is crazy. Are you guys ready for this? Man, this list is great. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers Fruit of the Loom <laughs> Premium. Nice. Oh, my God. One, originally published in 1994 from Harris Comics and Fruit of the Loom. Now, many Power Ranger fans consider Sentia number two an Antarctic press fanzine as the first appearance of the Power Rangers in comics. However, it's this Fruit of the Loom promotional mail-away mini-comic so that actually holds the honor. Wow. Good Lord. He was only available with the Fruit of the Loom Power Rangers underwear packages. And man, due to this, it's immensely tough to find. In fact, this book isn't even on the CGC since it's not even one copy has been graded. With 51 bids, a rare, raw copy hit the market and ended on a massive $1,913 bid. Remember, this is a mini comic at three three and three quarter inches by five inches. So if it's out there in the back issue, it's probably hiding (laughs) below your visibility. $1,900 for a raw comic. Pay him. Pay that man his money. Damn! <laughs> yeah. So when I first read this, I was like, "Who the hell is putting comic books in men's underwear?" Then I, like, oh, maybe they're like Power Rangers underwear for like Fruit of the Loom or something. If you look, oh. so it was even hard to find a good copy of this. But if you look at the bottom of the cover, it says "From Fruit of the Loom." Um, so nineteen hundred for a raw copy. Sure, you know the person, you know. Every fandom has its like diehard fans, right? You know, be it Power Rangers, Voltron, G.I. Joe, comic books or whatever. So, you know, I'm pretty sure fans of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, you know, this is like the grail for the comic books. You, you know think what I mean? they're wearing through the looms under their uh, spandex? Oh, definitely. Well, Ryan, we know you are. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan has his super friends uh, underoos on, you know. Yeah, that's right, man. Uh, tidy whities you know, crazy The ass. Wonder Woman ones. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, you, have you seen Underoos for uh, adults and the women wearing them? Oh, Lord have mercy. All right. Never mind. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, Fruit of the Loom Premium, issue number one 
from January 1st, 1994, hitting a raw sale of 1,913 bonards. Good Lord have mercy. All right, next one on the list is uh, one that uh, most of you may have, actually. Most of them may Oh, this book is a ghost. My God, if you have this book, you're a baller. This is Siege Number 3, J. Scott Campbell, The Deadpool Edition from 2010. Now, listen to this. This rare sale for this elite Deadpool variant by J. Scott, J. J. Scott Campbell sold a CGC 9.8 this week for a new high of $3,050. Now, if you recall, this variant had significant requires you obtain a copy. For those who wanted one, retailers had to send 50 Marvel copies of DC's Blackest Night Number 1 to get a copy. Not many did so. This, pra- this practice ended after Marvel did it again six months later with Wolverine Number 1 from 2010. When at this time they asked the retailers just to rip the covers off. Oh my God, all these coverless mm-hmm. comics of various Marvel titles, which infuriated fans and various creators whose books were destroyed. So I, there's a few different stories about this book. So we'll take the story as the facts. So that's kind of uh, trolling in a way, right? It's almost like 50 Cent trolling Ja Rule by buying out the first, like, you know, 50 rolls of a show so nobody would show be allowed yeah, to sit right. there. Uh, but, you know, that was back, you know, when the two had good fun back and forth at one another. You know what I mean? Um, you know, but damn, I didn't see I didn't know that either that, you know, they had to do that in order to get it. But I, all I know is it's rare. You know, um, any Deadpool pop culture, hip hop related variants, right. they always they always do well, man. It's all, you know, and uh, man, J. Scott Campbell making a big uh, appearance on this yeah. week's top this, yeah, uh, shakers list. Right. Got three of them so far. All right. Next up on the list is uh, I well, think I have this. I, I have to Campbell, dig from yeah. Jake Scott Campbell to Adam Hughes. Oh, uh, it's gorgeous. Spider Gwen, Volume One, Number One. This is the one in one hundred variant. Uh, so when Edge of Spider Verse Number Two first introduced us to Spider Gwen, the character seemed like a joke. To be honest, let's be let's be truthful. <laughs> uh, for about a week, there was so much Spider Gwen he that it warranted her own series. This anticipation or this anticipated new series came with 29 variants. One being this one in 100 Adam Hughes cover. This cover was actually a fan commissioned piece of art that Marvel slightly tweaked, adding spider Gwen to the left-hand side, though it was a missed opportunity to replace the jacket she was holding with the squire spider Gwen costume. In our opinion, uh, What's that? No, go ahead. Oh, at the time, fans considered this repurposed art as lazy. However, it didn't change the fact that it was still a gorgeous piece by Hughes. Time has proven it to be a hard to find and sought after. This week, it had two new sales, a 9.4 sale for $500, and it had a new high sale of a 9.8 for $750. That's amazing because, you know, we always talk about how variants recently – um, have been holding their value more so in the past. But I would say one in 100s, one in 500s, one in 50s have a mm-hmm. tendency. They kind of, you know, can test, you know, time. You know, obviously, if it's a first appearance or first issue, you're even better off doing that. But I remember when Spider Gwen came out, there was a ton of variants. I also have another Adam Hughes one where she's playing the drums or doing some shit with some comic shop in Connecticut or New Jersey that had these, these variants for him. I also have the. Phantom, uh, remember the Phantom variants? I had the Phantom variants for this. 
And, you know, it was similar to a, when you think about Gwenpool, like people thought that was a joke. Oh, people lost their damn minds. See, I, was pushing, I was pushing for X Gwen. Oh. Because that's kind of like a play on words, but they never yeah. did it. Well, there's so no many things now. Call. There's Venom Gwen, Carnage Gwen, and all these other kind of crazy things. But I mean, this one is just gorgeous. This this is a this you know. That's a and, great cover. Yeah, I mean, it's it, what it is. Is it's old? It's old school Gwen Stacy. That's what it looks like. It mm-hmm. literally looks like Gwen Stacy out of the Spider-Man comics from oh. the Silver Age and Bronze sure. Age, or yep. you know, you know, that's what it looks like to me. So I mean, that's why it's such a nice homage i mean she even has the the go-go boots from the 60s you know what i'm saying yeah. it's yeah it's sexy too bad a man can't sexy. draw too bad adam hughes can't draw interior art but his covers yeah. are fantastic but uh there you go spider gwen volume one issue number one the adam hughes one in 100 variant just to think how many out there jesus f41 and 100 but spider gwen continues to get hot man all right we haven't had we haven't had zombies on the list for a while especially the shakers list what do we got next all right, next up on the list, we've got The Walking Dead, number 116, the third print, originally published in 2013 from Image Comics. Now, this third print is one of those rumored books that makes you wonder if it even existed, right? However, reminders like this week's sale of $1,399.99 for a CGC 9.8 proves its existence. Essentially, these were uncirculated printer proofs that image mistakenly sent to a comic shop in England for a Charlie Adler signing. Really? Unknown how many exist, but the number is most likely below 50. We almost wow. have to put quotation, um, 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 mistaken quotation marks. You know what I mean? Wow. It's like, uh, so wait a second. You're telling me they accidentally did this? Come These on, Robert Kirkman. Ac- yeah, right. <laughs> Robert Kirkman accidentally did this, just like how he did that video where he accidentally had this crossover with his new comic. Come on, Robert Kirkman yeah. knows what he's doing. He's a comic book collector, man. He he knows exactly what he's doing. So, um, but. Uh, very interesting. I I didn't know this thing was in existence. To be honest with you, a third yeah, print. Does um, anyone in live chat who's big Walking Dead fan? Is there any significance in issue one sixteen? Is there a death? Is there a first appearance of uh, in the Walking Dead uh, one sixteen? Is a key for any reason? Hmm. Yeah, it's all. I know it's part of the all out war where somebody dies or something happens. Or else, why would there be a, a second print? They kill some only- zombies. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> why would there be a third print, let alone a second print for this? But uh, there you go, man. You know, I, 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 Walking Dead got me back in collecting comics when it when it came back out because people were talking about it, and but this is before the show came out. Um, and I was hooked, and I started reading, and I started getting like 20, 30 books a week, and then uh, it was all downhill from there, and then I ran out of room. But there you go, <laughs> Walking Dead issue one sixteen. But it allowed me to pick up stuff like Tokyo Ghost when I found out that it got options. I was like, hey, that was I was pulling out all. I was pulling all image number ones when Tokyo Ghost came out, so I was happy to get that information. If uh, Hollywood keeps on picking titles from that era, I'm set because I have all those books and I never sold them, man. Black Science, uh, Chrononauts, uh, We Stand, that Canadian book where the the Canadians fight against Americans or whatever, all those weird books. I have have them all. I have them all. All right, so Hollywood, do it. Do it. All right, Walking Dead issue number 16, the third print, the mysterious third print. All right, next up is the oldie but goodie. Oof, we like to talk about this when you can't afford the first print, the first the first appearance, or the second appearance, or the cover appearance. You go after this, the first miniseries. Wolverine number one, iconic Frank Miller, Chris Claremont, 1982. Among many um, iconic and influential Frank Miller covers, the art of the first Wolverine, Wolverine solo title series from 1982 stands out. 
Each of the four books in this limited series features a different portrayal of Wolverine, showing distinct aspects of the character. This week, the first issue sold for $1,000 for a CGC 9.8, an all-time high in this grade. Comparing this first solo title series with other Wolverine keys, like the first cameo and first appearance in Hulk 180, 181, 182, the third appearance in GSX-1, or the fourth appearance in X-Men 94, this book is way more affordable. No surprise there, but as those other key Wolverine comics hit astronomically high prices weekly, it makes sense that collectors increasingly look into this miniseries to get in on for Wolverine. As one of the most recognizable comic covers from the 1980s as a landmark work by Chris Claremont and Frank Miller, and is also the first cameo of Yukio, this book does have a lot going for it. This book is and- the bomb right here. And Yukio oh, made her appearance in the Wolverine movie, correct? That correct, was absolutely. The, the, the little uh, sidekick. I mean, that yep. was good old Samurai Wolverine. Yeah, I remember seeing this, like the one of the first miniseries. And I keep on debating after Constance of Champions, this is the first solo uh, miniseries from Marvel. I yeah, I think you're right about that. Because after that, you had like Punisher. I mean, you had Jack Hearts. You had all kinds of crazy miniseries. This was like almost Hercules. a test to see... Hey, I have that Hercules series, by the way. That's um, a good West one. Coast, West, yeah, um, it's great. What uh, What's his name? Um, uh, Hercules, Prince of Power. Yeah. Yep. Um, what's interesting is I almost thought this was like a test from Marvel to say, hey, these characters, we can't quite give them their own solo series yet. Because 1980, there was not a Wolverine series even close yet. But the character got super popular. So I'm wondering if there were test markets where like, well, let's put out these mini series and kind of tell these little uh, little story arcs. Let's see where we go from there. And sure enough, it was a smash it to this very day. There's still mini series and then uh maxi series. If you think about it, 12 issues. Um, I wonder if Crisis of Infinite Earth is the first maxi series. Um I'm trying to think. Because Ma- uh, Crisis Crisis is 12 issues, right? Right. Crisis is 12 issues. Secret Wars. What came out first? Crisis or Secret Wars? The live chat will tell us. We yeah. ain't got time to research. No. Come on now. We're just here to show you pretty pictures and numbers, man. We ain't got that. All right. Wolverine number one from September 1982, 335 for a raw comic. And very soon, one of the winners from our, uh, from the 6,000 subs giveaway, will get a Wolverine number one, 9.4. I am mailing him out tomorrow. I went to the post office today I have after back-to-back meetings, and I was like, I'm going to go mail him out. And I saw the line at the post office wrapped around outside. I said, fuck that yeah. stuff. I'm <laughs> going back home and taking a nap. So I will mail him out tomorrow. Even though the post office is right around the street from my one around the block of my house, nothing worse than standing in line with like boxes and boxes full of comics and trades that are just like, you know what I mean? Prepay and have them pick them up from your doorstep. Mm, that's true. Yeah. I'm too lazy for that too, man. But anyway, <laughs> I don't have a printer. <laughs> I have a printer. I don't have ink. I mean, ink cartridge costs oh, more than printers do. Basically. If you didn't have oh, peanut butter, you wouldn't have jelly. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's like anytime my printer runs out of ink, I just buy a new printer because it's cheaper than <laughs> it's buying cheaper. an ink cartridge. Yeah, yeah, good point. All right, last on the list, boys and girls. What do we got? All right, last but not least, this is a good one. X-Men number 11. This is the, the Pressman issue. Um, so this is very interesting. Uh, have any of you X-Men fans played the 1992 Uncanny X-Men Alert Adventure board game by Pressman? What? Ooh. No, I Excuse have me? not. Yeah. I know, I've heard of it, but I have not played the uh, well, board game. If not, apparently you weren't missing out on much as it rates only about 6.1 out of 10 on BoardGameGeek.com. 
Oh, shout the board game geek. Yeah, did not even know. know they existed. But, All but right. that's not why we're here. We're not here to rate yeah. board games. Okay. We're here to talk about what came with the game. Pressman included a free limited edition comic with a purchase of each game. Depending on when you bought the game, you would get variants of one of four comics. Now that's cool. Yep. Cool. X Men Eleven, Uncanny X Men Two Ninety Seven. I have that three, one. Uh, three hundred three and three hundred seven. Wait, Otto, how did you get that when we talked about it last time? No, no, no. I did not do that. I didn't buy the game to buy it. I bought one of the Pressman books a while ago at a con oh, okay. a couple of years ago. Yeah. All right, go ahead. The Ryan, gold sorry. cover, yeah. So you might ask what the difference of these about uh, the variants are. So all have the same cover art as the regular editions. But the X-Men 11 has a silver background, and the other books have some gold coloring, either uh-huh. on the background or in some other part of the cover art. Uh, per the knowledgeable folks at recalledcomics.com, yes, they are. All but Uncanny X Men 297 were available either in the box or via mail away voucher. Issues are issue 297's variant was supposedly only available via the voucher and as such can be tougher to find. Regardless, having such a limited distribution comic variant means scarcity which in turn leads to higher prices than the non-variant counterparts. Moreover, high-grade copies likely come at premium because they could have been damaged in the box or mishandled by kids playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, as evidence of this, while a CGC 9.8 copy of X-Men 11 regular cover recently sold for an all-time high of $280, an X-Men 11 Pressman in CGC 98 condition, just sold for its own all-time high price of eight hundred and fifty dollars. Damn! <laughs> yeah, the Ooh, other press Pressman that variants, man, press that man. Yes, press that Pressman. Uh, the other ver- Pressman variants go for similar premiums, so be on the look lo- lookout for those silver and gold covers. Wow, I had no idea. Do you hear that? That's the sound of a uh, hundred and eighty-nine people opening up eBay looking for <laughs> Pressman board games. Yeah, um, absolutely unbelievable. That's um, so. Um, so the, this, if, if I've listened to her or heard what you said correctly, the, this issue was only available through mail-in, through right? mail-in. Mm-hmm. so, which is even harder to get, but can you imagine the other ones, kids that are buying it for the board game and they just look at the comic, like whatever, oh, yeah. throwing it right. off to the side. And, but if you read the tea leaves, man, this is where collection collecting has gone. It has gone to, you know what, newsstand, direct stand, whatever. But where else can I find comics? Like in the back of a Marvel Legends action figure, in yeah. a board game, all these in Fruit of Loom fucking underwear. So, I mean, it's just seeing people, I mean, people are saying, mm. you know what, everybody knows about these. What can I do to find something that's even more rare or rarer, or if I said that correctly, but... It's that time of day, boys and girls, where we look over on the Cover Price uh, website and see what's shaking today. Oh, I didn't log in. Hold on, man. Let me log in. Find my password. <laughs> yeah, so the chat was saying Secret Wars was the first that came out before Crisis. Yes. There so that very well could be. Great knowledge from the chat. Shout out to the chat oh, tonight. So Once that's again, the thing. The coming ahead. strong tonight. And you guys... If you haven't already, please take a moment and hit that thumbs up for us because we're having a good time on Thursday night, as always, going over that Shakers list. What, what, what did you got? You're going to have a hot take. Give me, give me to it. Give it to All right, me. here we go, man. Let's see what's shaking today. Um, oh, Happy Falcon and Winter Soldier starts in about yeah, five Go back and, and watch hours. our 
episode from Thursday. Oh, Tim, there's your book, ENIAC. <laughs> well, that was on our top 10. Um, so there you go. It went from number one all the way down to number eight. So I expect next week's going to be gone. But this is what we came here for. We came here for the Shakers. So if you have a full-blown membership, you'll see 50 a day. Um, if you pay for the minimum membership, I think you'll see like 10 a day. And I don't mean to show off, but I have three of the top six right Ooh. there. Ooh. <laughs> I mean Giant size off. Hulk and a Tomb of Dracula. But it, man, I had sold this actually to get my Strange Tales 110. But you know what? I'm a big Doctor Strange fan. You got to do uh, it. Um, you know what? Look at that, dude. Oh, That's my God. 30 grand. Yeah. Amazing Fantasy 15. You know, this is used to be on my list. It's I'm I'm priced yeah. out now. Yeah, priced out. Whatever this raw comic yeah. is is not real. Yeah. I mean, but no. um, oh, but man. highest known ever. This is I think this was during the oh, Heritage auction. God. Do you remember the Heritage auction? Seven ninety five, seven hundred ninety five thousand for a nine point four. Maybe some um, celebrity or actor or something. Right? That's gotta be. Yeah. Yeah, so Nicholas Cage got all drunk and he's yeah. like, "Yeah, give me that yeah. bug." No, it's 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 Nouveau Riche collectors, what I like to I call them. Nouveau Riche, Riche are you know, but you know, maybe they've always had money, but now they're getting into the collecting world, you know, because hey, what is that NFT stuff that people are using to buy um, buy yep. shit with? You know, yep. we'll talk about. Well, they're doing it to buy um, art now, like 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 art art, like Van Gogh art, that type of art. So. There, my prediction is in the next 10 years, there will be a comic book cryptocurrency. Mark my words. It's happening. It's going to come. Somebody is going to come and everybody's going to jump on board with it. Basically, comic books will be currency and you'll be able to go onto a some type of form and trade and buy and sell. It have to be slab related, right? Because how are they going to tell you what raw comics are? But there's going to be some type of market price place where they price values on comics and people will be able to trade them like stocks to get tr comics mm -hmm. back oh my god that's a great idea maybe we should right. do it yeah <laughs> trademark lords of the long box welcome to the lord of the long box comic nasdaq what have we got today oh my god is there yeah, a previews yeah. 92 on this we ain't fucking gonna talk list? about that let's talk get about the fuck out of here. i don't want to talk you know, about certain books because we end up they tend up showing up on the shakers list next week you know, so uh I don't want to be total spoiler, but the final book that, that I'm going to be revealing as part of my investment is going to be in Avengers 1. You don't mind taking a look at that, do you? Sure. Is it on here, or uh, you want yeah, me to look it up? Yeah, it's on Ooh, there. I Avengers 1 is right there. That's Avengers a good book, though. I'd like to. That's a great book. Uh, where is it, man? Yeah, I just pulled ah, the trigger on it. But it's in a grade that it hasn't had a sale in that grade. So on my spreadsheet, you know, if you guys are following the series, I'm upside down, basically, because the current comp is just not there. But I think the what next What grade sale, do you have? I just bought a 3.0. Like, well, you don't have to tell us. Well, a point five just over fifteen hundred. So, I think that book has legs. Fifty. Yeah. Um, what shipped. you bought a you bought a three point oh. Three point oh for twenty six fifty shipped. That's a good well, price. Well, let's look at the. Yeah, you say that, but there's not a there wasn't a comp that. Yeah, what well, the, the last one sold in February for twenty five fifty. So, the thing about grails like avengers one x-men one fantastic four one i mean you kind of have to throw gpa out the window a little bit right i mean you stay within a certain range because they just don't come up for sale that often and if you, if it's something you really want go out and just spend the money and get it you know what i mean because that may be your only choice to get you know what i'm saying and that's why people who get caught up on gpa yep. too much well nope. gpa is only good as it's the sales that happen right and you know certain books just don't get to come up for sale so Sometimes you got to pull the trigger because if you don't, somebody else will. And then what will you have? Uh, empty hand. Well, just like I, I do. Too, but... I missed 
I missed out on a on a uh, Marvel Family number one first Black Adam. Here you go. Well, speaking I, and of I've, which, I've never forgiven myself because yeah. it was a three point or a, it was gorgeous, and I was, got outbid at the last second, and I've well, never been able to this is very topical, actually, because part of the giant news dumps this week from uh, Warner Brothers was The Rock said he was reading a script, and he said they're going to start filming in like three weeks, and I do believe Helen Mirren is going to play Hespera. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's for the Shazam movie. That's not even for the Black Adam movie, but... The news of Black Adam is going to start production and filming in three weeks is probably what spurred this. So uh, first appearance of Black Adam, I'm assuming the Silver Age appearance of Black Damn, Adam. Right? I had a 9.6 that of this. today. That's did you really, today. Ryan? I did. I sold it this like three, oh very, three years ago. This seems very undervalued to me. Like The it Rock is, is going to be playing him on the big screen, and 9.6 doesn't seem... I think DC um, keys are all undervalued right now. So yeah. don't go buy them because I'm going to. So. Because The Rock is going to be, forget what you hear about the Snyder, the, the Snyderverse. It, the Rock is going to be the one that pushes DC's universe going forward. He's got the Justice Society oh, and all the and other characters. he's got clout, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, and The Rock is wants to play Black Adam as an antihero. He doesn't want to play him as a as a villain straight up. You know what I mean? Did you read well, the book? he is. You, he's an antihero. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he turns in he's in there's a there's a comic run called 52 where he actually is a a more of a hero than a bad guy right shout out to Masul abdul who only appears whenever i mention the snyder cut he's like beetlejuice if i mention yeah. the snyder cut go check out some my man Sul abdul man he's he does uh nice. snyder cut content like four times a day man if you want anything to know What's going on in the world of the Snyder cult? I mean, the Snyder cut. Check out my man, Sil Abdul. Ooh, um, I have that living and living vampire book. Let's take a look. See, it's not Ryan. a nine six though. I do believe this is the first time Blade and Morbius met in the comics. Yeah, although I think it so. won't. Typically, by the way, cover price doesn't really note those. Uh, they'll note if it's a key or a first due to a first appearance, but. Um, if it's like a first cover appearance or if it's a first meeting ever, I think the first meeting may be this or in a magazine. I'm trying to remember. Don't, you know, hey, I didn't research this. I'm just guessing. Correct me in the live chat if I'm incorrect because that's what you guys are here for. Oh, I just burped up lunch. That was pizza. Really good pizza. Um, 9.6 so far. Grand. This book was nothing near a grand before, mm-hmm. but uh, man. I'm really glad I got the 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 blade. I mean, if Morbius ever comes into you know the MCU, that would be amazing. Hey, let's take a look at this Wonder Woman. We'll give DC some love since my man Seals in there. Although DC I don't love. think he reads DC comics. I think Ooh, he just watches the, the Doctor Fate one right below it. Oh, we're gonna get to that too. Yeah, oh, we gotta get to- um, Wonder Woman number nine, dude, from 1944. Look at that, 1.8 for a cool grand. I love these Wonder Woman covers. Yeah, I don't know what awesome. it is. I don't know what it is the way they drew her very kind of forties pinup hair. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I, but I remember cool what colors. we always say about um, DC and yellow covers. Like yellow was a prime color. If you notice early Superman covers, they were all yellow, right? Oh, and all the Wonder Woman ones too. Yep. Yeah. All the early ones. Yeah. So let's take a look at this All Star Comics. I mean, Batman number one was yellow. Yeah, I uh, think it was those, an easier color to mix or something like that. But uh, what is this? This isn't the first Justice. No, no, I was talking about the Justice. The one below it. No, I wanted to look at this too because I think it's just all the peripheral comics that are involved with the Justice Society. People are picking up, and I mean, this is All Star Comics number twelve from nineteen. This is even older than that Wonder Woman book. So you got a raw comic so for nine hundred seventy nine bucks. Ooh, 
I wonder what the all time is. Ah, not even that high. Not that high. But 8.5, hard to find in high grade. All right. Oh, Ryan wants to talk about this. Yeah, yes, showing, I do. Showing shit off. Yes, so, um, I do. <laughs> this is the first silver, first appearance of Justice League of America, right? This is the first Silver Age appearance, right? Of uh, there, uh, there Justice no... Society. Oh, yeah. This is when Justice Society comes and meets uh, the Justice League. And so, uh, technically, the first appearance of. Well, there, there you go. go. Yeah. We had this right on a long term spec list when we knew about uh, what. Um, uh, the Rock first was doing. Silver Age appearance. Let me get yeah, that so straight. First Silver Age appearance of Our Man. By the way, Our Man is getting a solo film from Warner Brothers. Dr. Fate, who is just cast as Pierce Brosnan, is going to be playing Dr. Fate. Um, awesome. Icicle, who I have no idea is, Wizard, and Earth One, first named. A 4.5 for $270. That's nothing. But. Smacking the hammer Boom. down the 9.8, 32 grand. Yeah, from the one I posted on Instagram is not yeah. a 9.8. Yeah. <laughs> That's over hey, a year ago. That's over a year this, ago. If you can find this now? book, grab it. This book I still believe is undervalued. I, oh, there I, all now, are. Any DC book right now is undervalued. But I think now that they announced they're doing an Hour Man uh, film, by the way, they didn't say which Hour Man. So I doubt it's going to be the one. Because Hour Man is on the Stargirl series, right? Yes, yes. Yes, I'll answer that for you guys because apparently you guys don't yeah, want to. Right on, right on, right um, but right that's a kid, so I have a feeling they're going to go with a different, because there's different iterations of Iron Man, or Iron Man, Iron Man, Iron Man. So um, that's like, it's, it, Iron Man is what I uh, I call my sex life. I'm good for it. Time <laughs> yeah. Two minute man is what I heard. <laughs> oh, two minute man. Hey, hey, now, now you're getting personal. Uh, this book is interesting moving too because um, if you didn't see. There's a super, super violent uh, trailer for Invincible that shows you the tone that they're going with on the new uh, Amazon. Pri it's going to be on Amazon Prime, right? The Invincible series. Yeah. And it is bloody. I don't know if you guys have ever read the comic, but it is not. Um, it is Robert Kirkman, like bloody Robert Kirkman. First full appearance of Invincible and first appearances of Omni-Man and Titan. What the fuck is a 0.0? .0? I have no <laughs> idea. Zero, zero. It's got to be a typo. 9.8 for 2500 that seems uh that seems Just about right i have i mean we'll see what happens because in the in the past um prior to 2020 we 2020 is going to be like the new bc ad line right prior to 2020 animated films did not really move the needle on comic properties right um either did tv shows but with hbo max and disney plus has proved all that has gone out the window uh, Spider-Man into the Multiverse of Madness. So it'd be curious to see now that when something comes out in 2021, 2020, on how it'll 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 move over. But uh, good to see Craven on there. This looks gnarly, dude. It looks oh he does he's what doing something that? wrong That's to that kid. Cover. He is doing something wrong out. to him. Check it out. <laughs> Chilling. Yo, field. what is that? Oh, I thought okay, I thought he was holding his. No, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> At first, that's what it looked like, but uh, that is the stuff of nightmares anyway so this is Dreams. chilling tales number issue number 13 from 1952 7.99 for a raw comic i've always told you guys pre-code horror is the way to go man anything pre-code horror i, I have a feeling it's going to be a, a resurgence of pre-code horror as uh, new collectors getting and make no doubt about it there is new money being put into the comic book uh, collecting world um and they've made videos about it specifically from the card collecting world coming over that's why i don't know if these prices are inflated 
I don't want to say it can cause a crash. I don't want to, you know, because I think the the industry had already kind of built a good base on it already. I mean, if you look at stuff from, because the card people started getting to this probably the last two months or so, right? Yeah, um, right. Or the last month or so. But 2020 is when we really start prices. And we saw the, the year of miles and the year of punchline, right? I mean, so, you know, I think, yeah. We are in a better place as collectors uh, buying that we could sustain um, people coming in and and causing inflation of prices. I hope so. At least I hope we're a big enough community now where we could sustain that where in the 90s, you know, there wasn't that thing to happen. We didn't even talk about the biggest news of the day was Marvel getting a new distributor. uh, Oh, my um, goodness. But Diamond is going to be a reseller for them. So Diamond's going to be the middleman. But they're going with, um, was it um, Random? Publishing Random, or yeah, Random Publishing Random House, Random House which yep. has decades worth of publishing experience. So it's not like this. It's not. It's, it's a, comparing that to what DC did would be apples and oranges because DC basically went with Midtown Comics to be their distributor, which was the comic book shop. Whereas uh, Marvel is going with the somebody who's already been distributing comics. So um, you know, there's that. So hey, look at that. More of my stuff. I'm just saying, my stuff just yeah. literally. But that's Star Wars over too, Tim. Yeah, first, got, yeah, first appearance of uh, Han Solo, yeah, like Chewbacca. everybody, right? Yeah, Obi Wan too, or is no, he Obi Wan Kenobi, Obi-Wan, Chewbacca? Yeah. We've always said this book is highly uh, under, but now it's popular. Well, not anymore. <laughs> um, I remember my Star Wars nine sixes. I could only sell them for three fifty each, but now they're like ridiculous. But seven forty one for nine point six. That was yesterday. Uh, that was yesterday. All time, yeah. All time value was on not too far ago. Ten days ago, it was four thousand dollars for a nine point eight. Oh, I got two candidates, baby. Come on. Uh, let's look at this. I hey, do. I got two sitting there. I got so let's look candidates. at the thirty-five. The thirty-five cent variant, I believe, is the rare one, right? That's the um, regular thirty-five cent. Yep. Yeah. No, I guess this isn't it. Hmm. Or I guess it is. Nine four for thirty five hundo. Wait, maybe I was. Hold on, I was looking at the. No, I was looking at this one. Yeah. So this is the regular cover. Twenty thirty thirty cent. The thirty five center is the. Um, then they also had a Whitman variant. Um, a UK so price 30, variant. Thirty. Yeah. Whitman thirty five, but the thirty five square is what you're looking for. Thirty five square. Yeah. All right. Uh, look at that. Good old concrete, man. Look at that. Dark Horse presents number 10, first appearance of the mask as mask with a Q, how our Canadian friends would spell mask. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So remember earlier we had that other weird comic with the mask on it that looked like he was homicidal. Do you remember that? It was on our top 10 or or was on the shakers list. Well, this is the actual first appearance of the mask. The the same mask as the one on Jim Carrey's, the mask. Um, 750. This is the, the same one, right? This is yeah. the, the Jim Carrey version, right? The yeah. uh, the mask movie with a super hot, what's her name? Oh, she was hot in that movie. Cameron Diaz. Cameron, Cameron Diaz. Diaz. Oh, oh, yeah. So hot in that. Uh, 7.8, uh, so for 750 yesterday. Wow. And nothing's really happening with the mask. This is just a nostalgia buy, right? I mean, you know, people going out so. and buying it. Plus, these are super low print run, man. Dark Horse Comics Presents. Come on. But there's gold and then there heels. All right, boys and girls. I mean, that's it. I'm pushing you guys for an hour long. I don't want to pull too many off here because these <laughs> these may end up being on the list next week. But if there's anything you want me to look up, guys, well, I can this look is daily, up so it'll change. Yeah. Well, anything else you want me to look up? No. All right. You're boring, right? Saw everything that I wanted to see, man. All right. In the live <laughs> but chat? we got it. We we can't give the whole thing away for free. Yeah. Come on, man. For six for two ninety five, you only get to see the first. I think six. 
or for two ninety five a month. For six ninety five a month, you get to see all fifty of them. Um, so now six ninety five a month. Let's break that down. We're talking about like a vente, right? We're talking vente. Yeah, man. I don't. I don't do ventes, coffee. Man. We're talking. I'm that dude that goes in the. Coffee. I'm that dude that goes into Starbucks and asks for a large. Yeah, no, my wife. <laughs> yeah, he spends six a day on Starbucks. So, so yeah, that's it. So a people deal. always ask, "What's the difference between movers and shakers?" Well, shakers are single comics that hit a like a really high price. Shmovers are quantity. Shmovers, movers, shmovers, shmovers. Yeah, so that's why if you look unit beneath sold. there, it doesn't have single prices on it. It has units How many, moved. Yeah. Um, and you could tell here, I mean, a lot of this reflects 45. from our, our top 10. Um, and you can kind of see how Berserker 37, Ultimate just, Fallout number four. It just, damn. It's, it's not stopping. There's three of them on this list. It's not stopping. And it's, Why it's incredible. Why is Machine you. Man selling mm-hmm. so much what is the spec on this boys and girls so in the live chat tell me out because there's yeah. there's a re- that's why it's good to have this tool because when you see oh i should have looked anyway by the way uh this indicator okay. means it's a, a hot book um hot book. and when there's a key next to it it means it's a key issue but um something in the live chat tell but me why, why is this why is this book moving because 35 units sold for no reason at all yeah that's that's that's, that's. here we go it's from a man still abdul this is zach snyder's Look at that. That's pretty cool, actually. Yeah, that's cool. Just, didn't there's, this recently come out? This is the, the Snyder Cut variants that came out. The Snyder Cut variants, yeah. There's two yeah. different Snyder Cut variants. Yeah. yeah, there's two of them. Look at that. They even got Aquaman look like Momoa there. Although this, that does not look like Martian Man from the movie. <laughs> no. Right now. Dude, uh, those memes are hilarious, man. So, you know, you miss both fights, and then you say, hey, I'll be here for the next one. Get the hell out of yeah. here. <laughs> then you try to shoot Superman with a missile. What's up with that? Anyway, highest known value a couple days ago, man. A hundred and two dollars. Oh, what the? Got it. Hey, Ooh, well, cool. if you didn't know, there's a Snyder cut, um, black and gray or black and white oh, uh, cut. You can watch. You can watch the movie without color now, uh, if you wanted. But this looks cool. This looks. Oh, I wonder. Cool. Yeah, sixteen bucks. So if you want it, so bucks. these are all the variants for it, by the way. Uh, so it looks like they did a black and white one for for all of them. Um, how cool was Flash going through time? That was right? I, I, look. There was nothing that I was upset about. I would. I, I will say between the Amazon scene and the underneath the uh, uh, Gotham Harbor scene, it was it was a little bit long. The parts the, with the yeah, the, but the, the the character development put into yeah. it. Just but the the finale, yeah. the final, the final, the final, the final battle was much better. I mean, mm-hmm. Superman was, was just sick, was just yeah. throwing. Oh, yeah, he was just I, I just That's showed a, this. Oh, oh, 137 oh now, boys goodness. and girls. This is gorgeous. You have a copy of that, Tim? Came out last I Wednesday. sure do. Does he have a camel toe? Came out last Wednesday. Unbelievable. You know, when uh, they first drew Silver Surf, when John Byrne drew him, he had Speedos. <laughs> uh, if I remember, I mean, it kind of looks like I mean, and now he just doesn't wear anything at all. But I can remember at one point, I think when John Byrne was drawing him, he had like a he had like speedo on. I have this one too. This is that spec for Falcon Winter Soldier. Ultra Mega. Is that Ultraman? Yeah, I think it is. I think Marvel's gonna do something with them. No, this is Skybound. So this is uh, this is Kirkman. Oh. Yeah, so that's something else besides that. So there. So you get a kind of idea what people are buying. I mean, if you go down the list, it kind of gets you know lesser and lesser. But alien. Look at that. Twenty units sold. X Men Days, that's hot. Rom, people picking that up. Rom, Angela, love it. Angela, Angela is uh, always on this. Team. Proctor Valley Road, never heard of it. 
This is dope. I love the Swamp Thing cover. Swamp Thing has some really cool covers, by the way. Hey, so, oh, see, I can add really it to cool. my thing. But uh, look at that. Nice. Very Spawnish, right? All the Spawn covers. That's cool. Yeah, that is dope. Uh, non-stop Spider-Man. The King in Black. Poof. Is this the last issue now? For the longest storyline ever drawn out? Hey, look at this. A blue this one. has got to be the third print. So the first print was black. The second print, I think, was red, right? And then now this is the third print, which is uh, kind of blue. $45 for a raw. Not bad at all. Your boy Domino. <laughs> there you go. Is this the, uh, oh, this is X-Force 11. Never mind. A lot of people buying that Zack Snyder's Justice League variant. Look at that. This one with uh, Last Ronin is still picking things up. Star Wars actions of Venom. We shall see after tonight. Uh, come back and check the movers list to see. Yeah, um, tomorrow's going to look a lot different. The fuck is the difference between these two? Go, oh, what? Yeah, after the Falcon Winter Soldier. I wonder what the one. One's first print, second print. Yeah. Oh, where is it? Print, oh, see his head's covered. His head's covered. Head, face 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 oh, the big brains it's, on Brad. You own two of them, Tim. It's fine though. Them? That white I don't know. Yeah, I don't have the second print, though. I'm all over that white Pacelli one, man. Yeah, this is the second print. That one. I just want to rub this out yeah. on auto. Yeah, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I knew he was going to stop there. Yeah, the really. Marco Dejervic 1 in 25. $3,351. <laughs> Forget this. An 8.5 auto. 8.5. Yeah, I, I don't acknowledge it. It's in the past. You know? <laughs> yeah. I love He goes, I do not yeah, recognize right. that. It happened in my past. Yeah, I only look forward. Yes, All right. I look forward. Only forward, never back. All right, boys and girls, that was it. That <laughs> was the work. shakers of the list. I hope you guys had fun looking yeah. at it. Uh, you can sign up for cover price six ninety five a month. I, everybody here has a full membership, and they would tell you once you go down a rabbit hole, you'll stay on that thing. Oh, all day. Okay, dumb question, you guys. So I was brought up to learn that you don't take toys out of boxes, but since this has a comic book in it, take it out. I, I need to take it out. Take it you out. Do it. You need to get a sense of CG. Take it out right now. Out. Matter of fact, you I'm gonna highlight you. List? Are you kidding me? That comic book is rare. Which comic is? is it's one twenty one. Oh, Spider Man one twenty one. Right. I uh, highlighting you right now. You want to open it live? No, no. no. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do with it. He I don't. Know. I don't know. I, I look, gonna, look, gonna, it's going against everything I was brought up to believe. Exactly. Yeah. So no, right now, open that fucking box. If your Marvel Legends toy is a key issue, like a first appearance or first issue, open a it. Better because, Bill. Yeah, open it because apparently that's the thing. I mean, uh, Otto has his Thor three three seven. All of my Marvel Legends are just filler issues, which pisses me off. <laughs> so I'm just leaving them in the box. So I was like, you know, because I have a every Doctor Strange toy that came out, I try to get for the Marvel Legends one, and they never ever put in a Strange Tales one ten reprint in there. Oh, bastards! Right, Bastard. motherfuckers, man. All right, thank you guys all for joining us and uh, hanging out for silliness. And you probably got bored me watching us go through, <laughs> but just some of the stuff that you can go through for you sign up for a cover price and uh, you get uh, it's. I, I, every time I get a new slab, I add it on there. I have my raw books, um, right now I haven't updated as much as I should have. I, right now, I only have uh 1200 books in my collection in there, um, 116 of them are slabs. So almost uh, less than 8% of my collection in here, but I won't tell you how much they're worth because then I don't want to rub no, it. You don't want that. Any no. last words, JB? Oh, you know I got some stuff queued up here. All right, first up, if you have not already, you'd hit the thumbs up. Make sure you're subscribed to the channel and hit the bell so you don't miss the next time the Lords goes live. And if you don't have it, check out my channel. 
Shout out to Hunter's Issues. You are now entered into the Sony PS5 giveaway and you too can get yourself an entry simply by commenting on my top 10, which is just what I'm reading list. And I blew past that first 10K, peeps. Check out my latest video where it's actually 20K. I've only spent 13.9 of it so far and there's Ooh. still one more unboxing coming, but this is the second unboxing and I pre-opened everything so that it went a lot smoother. So go ahead and check that out. There is a spreadsheet at the end summarizing the entire purchase. I will be comparing it percentage gain-wise to my investment in the stock market. So Yeah, we're good. TiVo, oh, you're, 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 you're muted. Yourself, TiVo, buddy. You're muted, TiVo. You muted yourself. Come on now. I was so <laughs> impressed by that. I, I had to mute myself. because yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. So, I, like I said, man. Comic books are going to be a cryptocurrency in the future, man. Oh, shit. If, if, if you know, so there you go. Any I last words on, on Ryan? I just went on. I just went on eBay and bought a Marvel Legends Fantastic Four number one with comics. So we'll see if that <laughs> one gets gets any play. How much was it? Thirty bucks. Boom. Beautiful. There you go. Beautiful. Dude, well, that may be the only way I can get my FF one and X Men one. Yeah, yeah there right. You there you go. Nice. Because there's, like I said, there's not many. You would think that the, every every toy would have like a key issue in it. It's not the case on the Marvel Legends toys. So you you have right. to kind of go through it and make sure. I would so also say make sure you look at the back of the packaging because that's where the comic is attached to. If that back of the packaging is messed up on the toy, then uh, yes, yeah. So there you go. For sure. Yep. Yeah. Otto, any last yeah. words? You know, well, JB's talking about stock markets and everything like that. Like, that's way over my head. I just want you to know that tomorrow night we are reopening Otto's Grotto. That's right. Three men in the basement. We're going to the oh, grotto. The bar will be open. We will be populated. There will be people down there. That's right. Look at that. That's a nice looking shirt, buddy. There we go. So the grotto will be open tomorrow. I've got a 25 uh, box CGC unboxing to do. Roger's got a box heroes to do. So, like in the old days, we're going to be sitting behind the bar at the grotto, and I can't wait. So I'm rich, hope, bitch. I'm hope rich everybody bitch, can man. join us, and uh, it's going to be a great night. So, thank you very much for having us on, having me on tonight. It was a great show to talk about all those things. So, uh, yeah, short box Bernie. We're going to have a bouncer at the door. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Is Bernie eighteen sixty nine coming back? Yeah, he might. He might show up. He always okay. sneaks in the back door, you know. Oh, that's likes what in she the back said. Door. Yeah, well, you know. Thanks for joining us, boys and girls. I will ship out all the uh, stuff tomorrow, and I would try to email you or message you with the tracking numbers. Hopefully, I can get to the post office tomorrow. I'm just, I can tell things are starting to get back to normal, or, or at least you know things are getting closer to normal because I'm on like four or five conference calls every day now with meetings, so the work is getting nuts. So much for taking naps in the afternoon. Now. <laughs> yeah. Calling me for work, Jesus. Back but, to normal. Yeah. Hey, but thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, I will try to be on uh, Small Screen Co. tomorrow for Super Team Megaforce, which is myself, Sil Abdul, Mikey Sutton, uh, that guy James, and Small Screen Co. Edward. Uh, we talk all things movie scoops and movie news over on Edward's channel, and that's at 5 p.m. Pacific, which is like 3 a.m. UK time where Edward is. So I would try to make it, um, but, you know, Fridays uh, at 5 p.m., I may be a little impaired, so uh, we'll see how that comes out. It normally turns out pretty interesting when I start try trying to talk, but even like now when I can't talk. But thank you guys all for joining us, and if I uh, see you, Otto, on Three Men in the Basement tomorrow or myself on Small Screen Co. tomorrow, if not, have a great weekend, and uh, we'll see you back on Tuesday for the uh, Top Ten list, man. Until right. next time, boys and girls, keep digging Thanks in them long much. boxes. Peace out. Bye.
Looking 